The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the expressor and do not necessarily represent those of the owner, management, or anyone else. This program is meant for mature listeners, and some of the language and topics may not be suitable for younger or sensitive individuals. If you are easily offended, or have a delicate constitution you may want to turn the program off now. The program uses facts, fiction, sarcasm, and parody, and any references to specific individuals that may or may not have done something, is based on something found on the internet. Use discretion when listening and always feel free to double check our information if you want. At all. I'm Anvil. Uh, I must be Jeff. You are Jeff. I'm Jeff. And we're here to talk about at least some of it. Some of it. A not bit all. of it tonight anyway. If not all, some of it. Yeah. So, it's uh, last Thursday of the month. Is it really? 26, yeah. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. Flew by, flew by. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we uh, got a show together. And gonna have a little, little, little information, a little short show. Short show. Short show. Short show. Short show. And then uh, we'll get ready for February coming up. Yeah. So what is going on in your world, sir? Not much. Just, uh, you know, work, work, and more work. And you look stall. healthy? I look healthy? You look healthy? Well, obviously you're not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I've played once before. Hey, but slept at a Hell Day and Express. So, <laughs> um, yeah, no, no less healthy than usual, right. so, yeah, it is what it is. Snow, the, uh, snow on the doctor snow. line does work, just for does it? anyone listening out there. Yeah, it does it. Many years ago, but uh, for future reference, the I'm a doctor line. I'm a doctor. Yes, yeah, so, I'm a doctor. So, yeah. yeah. Worked for Fauci for two years, so. Yeah, and there it is. <laughs> there, there it is. Bang. <laughs> All right. Anyhow. Yeah. So, we got, got some. Go ahead. Neanderthal stuff tonight. Well, yeah, we got, we got uh, Neanderthal. We're going to talk about Neanderthals a little bit. I've been doing a lot of research into Neanderthals. Uh, our, you know, our cousin, whatever, missing link, however now you want, not missing link, but whatever, ancestor. Um, and then uh, we got a little Ukrainian news to speak about. Uh, Ukrainian war. news. Um, Maybe we should do that first. It's, yeah, let's get that stuff yeah, out of the way. And, so, do you want to start off, or do you want me to start off? I can start out. So, yeah. so current events. We uh, a lot of a lot of things are going on. Uh, they got they got their shit together, and McCarthy is running the house. And I'm not sure if we talked about that or not last time we were together, but he uh, seems to be holding holding true. He's getting some things done. He's pushed some things. That he, Obviously, it's just the the house, so they can't, you know, yeah, they, can. they can't enact anything specifically, yeah. but they're starting to tear down some of the walls, so to speak, and get things done. Uh, replace some of the people on the committees. Yep. Uh, getting the two two biggest leaks off the intel committee, that's a, that's a, that's a start. Um, shift and Stolwell. I think Stolwell. Shift is going to be running for Senate or something. So he's going, he's either he... Doing a primary against Diane Feinstein, or he's replacing her. 
I think it's a replacement. I think she's retiring. She's but there was there was something about it, having to get a Kickstarter thing going to get his campaign going. So I'm not sure how that works. Yeah. His 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 big ugly mug was on uh, TikTok, saying that he's still here fighting for the American people. Oh, and that guy's such a loser. Blah blah whatever. Ugh. Um. The the former Speaker of the House made a Dance. made a hell of a hell of a hell of an investment. Uh, this week and sold sold a boatload of Google stock just days, just <laughs> days before the Department of Justice uh, opened up an investigation on him. Huh. Imagine that. Imagine that. Did she have a inside indication that that was going to happen? Probably no more than yeah. she's had over the last 10 years yeah. that she's amassed $119 billion or whatever her, her net worth is. Or her and her $20,000 fucking refrigerator. So, yeah. what I what I found was, what I thought was funny was that, is that that just came out, and I thought to myself, you know what? Haven't heard about Paul lately. No. But but, but he is right back in the news. Yeah, the court. I guess yeah. someone, not someone, but they released well, no, some the of the body cam video. The court, the court order was delivered today that the footage had to be released. Yes. Yeah. So, I don't know if that's distracting from the whole, I just made umpteen million dollars selling stock and inside information to my husband, gay intruder, whatever, whatever the case may be. Uh, of course, it's just our opinion, my opinion. I don't know for sure if there is anything gay going on there, but... There's no, a, I, I'll say it. That there's, there's, there's a lot of, there's some, look, there's some shady business happening with that. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of shady business. We'll, we'll have to do a, a, a partial little show on that. Let's not get into that now. Okay. Uh, a, good cor- a good corner of the show, next show we'll have to, we'll talk about that. Because there's a lot of facts I don't think people are aware of um, that came out in the very beginning and they got suppressed extremely oh, suppressed. fast. Uh, I mean, in fact, CNN, the BBC... Uh, MSNBC all pulled a lot of their information offline. One reporter went missing. <laughs> yeah, one reporter went missing. It was some pretty scary, screwy shit. But, uh, uh, yeah, so, you know, we'll, we'll so there's that. Uh, other stuff that's our opinion, my opinion, uh, Pfizer is continuing to get themselves in hot water. Uh, more and more is coming on about the fact that the vaccine is virtually useless and useless. causing problems. Yep. And... Uh, and uh, well, not just Pfizer, Moderna, and the yep. other ones. And uh, so far, actually, Johnson Johnson, they they have some spikes with blood blood pressure and blood clots, but not to the extreme of the other ones. Yeah, and that's why I got the Johnson Johnson. I had my psychic Jeffy moment, and my Johnson Johnson safest one. That's why I got the Johnson Johnson. Yeah, and I, and I, I still hold that my cardiovascular system was so fucked up to begin with that. <laughs> <laughs> the, it laughed. The, the the RMNA or whatever it was didn't know what to do. Is it just it just turned itself off and <laughs> flushed out with the diarrhea I had shortly after I had the shot. Um, yeah, there's a lot of you know, we're still seeing a lot of young folk, young folk under forty, under thirty, yeah. uh, physically fit, young folk dying, dropping, dropping, goddamn dead. Yep. Um, myocardioitis, something like that. Mario Kart, something. Mario, Mario Kartitis. Um, but they they explained that 
you know, some of the scientific reports coming out now to to explain this is that one is that eggs eggs are causing a lot of this yeah, problem with hearts. People. The fucking chickens. Um, we declare war on chickens. Are, this won't happen. You know, as we come out of the cold and flu season, right? We are going into the stroke season. Yes, the stroke it's a new thing. Stroke, stroke season. season um, yes. Brand new thing now. <laughs> We have stroke. No, it's always been there. Stroke people. season. They didn't tell us about it. Stroke season. Now, I'm pretty sure stroke season was not a thing. <laughs> oh, no, it was. Up until yeah, up until up until yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I don't think stroke season. I don't recall ever. <laughs> no, they, being prepared for stroke season. No, that was there, but they never told us about. It, so we keep trying to tell you. Yeah, you know, it, was, it was a top secret thing, and now they're like yeah, letting it out. Stroke you know, season. Stroke season. So that's it. Stroke season. The only stroke season I had is when I was single. You know, yeah, time, that so was that's a stroke season. Yeah, I had. it's a, still. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you just you just haven't been married long enough. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all that nonsense going on, and God only knows who's gonna. Cancel this show because we talked about stroke season. Know, stroke season, <laughs> but uh, at some point you're gonna have to admit that we're not making this shit up. No. So, well, you know, our the governor of I'm New York, saying. you know, there's a uh, huge healthcare shortage here in New York State, uh, nurses and qualified personnel uh, because they wouldn't get the shot, so she fired them all like a dumbass. And uh, now that the the information's out uh, that the shots don't do shit and may cause more damage than they actually prevent. And actually, the shot actually causes a greater percentage of getting the virus. Again, this is factual information. I don't care if you want to take it down or not. It's what it is. Um, again, 100% right 50% of the time. Uh, absolutely. Right, absolutely right. So anyway, getting back to that. So they asked her, it was this week, it was in a press conference, well, are you reconsidering hiring back the people who are unvaccinated, the nurses and the doctors and the support staff? And she goes, well, you know, I, I don't think so. Um, you know, we don't want to put patients in greater harms, you know, and people, the reporters did, I'll give them a little credit, they did try to push back on her, you know, but, but the reports are coming out now that the shot's ineffective, <laughs> it doesn't do well, anything. Um, so anyway, uh, so she's still backpedaling, um, and she, and it just comes down to her stupidity, she's just an absolute idiot that she can't admit she was wrong, that's what it really boils down, boils down to. She's already p- planning her next campaign. Her next election, that's what she's planning on. So she can't admit she was wrong, and this is why she's a terrible leader. And, uh, yeah. Well, what's pathetic is that, unfortunately, in New York State, your governor's in place for six freaking years. Yeah, it's a long time. That's a long time. So, anyway, um, yeah, uh, my thought would be if if any of these healthcare professionals, which probably all these healthcare professionals, survived the first 18 months of COVID— before the vaccine came around, they probably have some kind of natural immunity acquired one way or the other. Right. I know I didn't have COVID till after I got my first <laughs> booster. Yeah, I didn't have booster. It. Yeah. Almost almost a year and a half after COVID broke out. Yeah, me too. I, um, I managed. I went, yeah, be- survived it. Yeah, I it was a full year before uh, like COVID is out. I was at the office. I was inter- I was in essential personnel. I was all over the place. Interacting with people, you know, um, I didn't get it until after I got the shot. Right. Um, after I got the shots, when I got sick uh, with COVID, uh, that's when I got the damn shit. Um, so that sent off red flags, you know, in my mind. Uh, but you know, benefited out, whatever happens. Um, but uh, yeah, so whatever. I don't. Uh, I don't think the. I think the data speaks for itself at this point. 
Um, people want yeah. to dispute it. That's your business. I don't really give a rat's ass, but the data does speak for itself. So the data's um, there. And hopefully we, you know, hopefully we learn. Yeah. All right. So we got off on a tangent. We did. Uh, we just were some current events going on. Right. Uh, it's end of January. Oh, we're your train. We're going to your train. Remember? Ukraine? Oh, got, Ukraine? Got, no, we were telling you, well, you, you didn't want to get into some of the stuff about the Neanderthals. No, we are going to do that Which later. I thought would have been a good segue into the Congress, but anyways, ah. in the government. Ah. Um, yeah, Ukraine, God, God, God forbid uh, this war ever end. And we just we just keep doubling and tripling down on stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I don't know if you're gonna talk about the Abram tanks for social. Oh security. yeah, I, I got I, I um, got all kinds of information. That I so I guess my question would be my question would be we already have concerns about the 113 billion we've sent to them and where it's actually gone. We just exchanged one of the most prolific arms dealers. In the world for a WNBA basketball player. Yep. So now this arms dealer is back in Russia, home, and I can't help but think just how many of these Leopard tanks from Germany and how many of our Abram tanks, along with everything we left in Afghanistan, <laughs> is going to find its way onto the this guy's inventory. But I don't have any proof of that. Just my opinion right. that we just released the Merchant of Death. <laughs> and in the process, we're going to send 20 or 30 Abrams A1 tanks <laughs> as a welcome home gift to, to restart his inventory of, of shit to sell around the world. Yeah. But anyways, what do, you, what do you have for us, Jeff? Well, it started out with tanks to Ukraine and the, and the stupidity continues. So, I, I wanted to look up numbers. Like, okay, you said 113. Um, with the latest package, I came up with 54 billion, but I may have missed the billions of dollars that were already pre registered, you know, prior. So, I'll go with the 113 billion for now, because that's probably a more accurate number. Does that include the latest 54 billion that just passed? I. I believe so. That, right. that may not right. be 100% accurate. I would say, as far as pallets of cash, yeah. at least fifty-four billion dollars yeah, pallets 50. of cash yeah. are over there. Right. I'm not sure if the one thirteen includes all the other aid. Well, that's what I'm saying. Right. Friends and family plan discounts we've right. given them. <laughs> right. Okay. So we'll, we'll say one thirteen for argument's sake. So one hundred thirteen billion dollars. That's what we've spent. This United States, not including the other NATO countries, and non-NATO countries, by the way, in Ukraine, mm -hmm. what we've given them. Okay. <clears throat> to end homelessness in America, the estimated cost is, get this everyone, $20 billion, one shot, in the United States. $20 billion. That's what they think we'd have to spend, you know, and this is from a, this is from a government uh, study, by the way, done in 2019. $20 billion. Homelessness done in America. We spent $113 billion on this war that we're not even involved in. $20 billion. Okay. <clears throat> Estimated cost to end hunger in America, including children. $25 billion. That's right. $25 billion. So, 25 plus 20 is what? $45. $45 billion we could get rid of hunger in America and 
People would have a house. They have a, a roof over their head. Some place to live. $45 billion. But we spent $113 billion on a war we're not even in. Okay. I, Let's go on a little bit. Okay. Americans in 2019 spent $19 billion a year on unplugged appliances. Stuff that you don't, um, you, know, you don't plug in in your house. Whatever the hell that may be. But we spent $19 billion as Americans last year as so consumers. Okay. $35 billion a year on a year on gym memberships. Got to work. I'm one of those people. Oh. $35 billion. I've spent my fair share over the years. Military spending, and this is for 2019, was $718 billion. That does not include the Black Project Special Assets Projects that have a reported spend of over $120 billion per year. This is unaccounted money, by the way. Uh, the Special Access Projects, Congress has no oversight over it, nor does the Senate, nor does the President. There's some pretty scary shit there. We'll have to do a whole program just on that sometime. But $120 billion on secret projects and another $718 billion on a entire military spread for one year. But, again, we spent $113 billion in a year's time, basically, in a war we're not even in. <laughs> just out of curiosity. In your numbers, have you calculated the... Let's see. I think this time around it was 50 or 60 billion unaccounted for by the Pentagon in the last audit? No. No, no. I didn't <laughs> and bring then it up. The, the audit that came out the day before 9 11. Yeah, the day before 9 11. It was 6 billion dollars. It was 11 billion. 11 billion. It was 11 billion dollars, and the day before 9 11 happened, uh, there was a report out the Pentagon was missing 11 billion dollars. The next day, the, the uh, plane air, hit it. The plane hit. Yeah, the plane hit the. Uh, the yeah, it, we're, not right. making, we're not making fun of the light of this, no. but it's just yeah, it's odd. Awful. And, you know, that, that $11 billion was, was never was forgotten. You know? Oh, yeah. You know, people still think that the, you know, the armed forces uh, and the government are stupid enough to spend $100,000 on a fucking single hammer. They're not that dumb. They, they spend the money on other shit. Uh, the, the money's not really missing, it went to places. Another show. That's creative, a whole other show. Creative accounting. Yeah, yeah. yeah whole nother. Um, the whole you know black planes, black uh, black uh, helicopters with no markings. There is another weather armed force in the United <laughs> States, friends. Okay, and that's where that money is. But anyway, no, I did not account for that money. Okay. All right. Now this money. Okay, the hundred thirteen billion dollars. This does not include the thirty one Abrams tanks we are sending as of this week. Uh, or the cost to bring Ukrainians to America to drain them for at least a month on the tanks, how to operate them. It does not include the spare parts cost for the tanks or the training of the logistics and support maintenance crews for those tanks. You can't just send these tanks over there and throw, you know, three guys or four guys in a tank and they're going to know how to operate it. These are highly sophisticated compared to the T-72s that they had. Completely different machine. Very advanced. They have to come here. They have to be trained. Now, they don't want to fix the fucking things, right? There's computer systems, there's infrared systems, there's all kinds of shit on these things, right? So, you got to bring your Ukrainians over here to do the training on the maintenance and the logistics aspect as well. Before those tanks even see battle, it's going to be at least a month, a month and a half oh, yeah. though, before they oh, yeah. actually reach the front line and can be operational. Okay, I had to get that out. All right. 
<clears throat> Add in the 14 Challenger tanks from Britain. The Britons are sending 14, which are, it's a very good tank. Um, the 14 Leopard 2 tanks from Germany. Poland to send another 10 Leopard 2 tanks, along with 40-ish Soviet-built T-72 tanks, which they have now anyway, which are junk. Um, and Denmark, Sweden, and a few others sending Leopard tanks. Uh, the total tank package come in around 120 tanks total. Okay, between 100 and 120. Now, what this doesn't specify is if some of these tanks um, are designated to be used for spare parts, meaning when a tank gets hit or a track breaks, they use one of these other tanks to take the parts off right. it to keep right. it operational. None of that's been explained. So I'm begging some of them are meant for that purpose. So I'm taking the operational down from 120 to about 80 at this point. So 80 tanks, okay? And pissing off the Russians even more. NATO. 80 tanks. Now... 80 tanks is not going to change the fucking tide of this fucking war. It's not. It's simply not going to do it. Okay? There's no air support, so these tanks are, you know, they can be, uh, you know, they can be hit by uh, air-to-ground weapons mm -hmm. from aircraft, uh, from hel uh, helicopters, attack helicopters, tank killers. Um, so, it's not like these tanks are the magic wand, you know, that we're no. making them out to be. Um to me, it's just, and there's another thing. The 31 tanks that we're sending them, what version of them are they? Are they the version from, you know, uh, 1967? Are they, okay, maybe I'm exaggerating, probably like 78. Are they the version from 1984? Are they a version from 1993? Because the, the M1 has been through multiple generations of upgrades. Oh, yeah. And some of the older generations are still around, like the Leopard 2 tank, okay? It went into planning in 1967, and the first tank rolled off the assembly line in 1979. That's the Leopard 2, not the first one. That's the Leopard 2. So it is a very old design. Yes, it's been upgraded over the years, but what upgrade version are your Ukrainians getting? I'm telling you right now, Poland doesn't have the most advanced Leopard 2 tank. I'm telling you right, Denmark doesn't have the most advanced Leopard 2 tank. Sweden, which is also sending tanks, doesn't have the most advanced Leopard 2 tank. So they're getting generations back technology. Okay, is that such a big deal in some ways? No, because the Russians are still using T-72s and 282s right. and 286s and 276s, whatever. Um, now, the, the Russians are moving their most advanced tanks into position. Um, I, I, the name escapes me right now, but it's like a half-robotic thing. Uh, but then haven't proved to be very reliable. So, I think the Ukrainians will have, in a tank battle, will have the edge when they're up against the Russian tanks, but the numbers don't add up. You know, the Russians are still going to have a four to five to six to one odds, right. you know, favor in compared to what the Ukrainians are going to have in hardware. All right. So, I'm going to go on with this a little bit. Uh, in my opinion, if Putin is not removed, uh, the Russians won this in the long term. They have superior resources, manufacturing, and the big thing is manpower. Uh, this is where they can really, there's no comparison between the, the size of the populations of Ukraine and the size of Russia uh, in terms of population. Uh, they will indeed overtake Ukraine. Uh, by the time NATO gets resources and manpower into position to counter, more than Ukraine will fall <laughs> in this scenario. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I say NATO because I can tell you right now the amount of investment money that we spent in America alone and the rest of the NATO countries at this point, we are not going to stand watching Russia push all the way to Kiev 
and overtake the capital and Ukraine start to collapse. We're not going to say, oh, oh well, we gave it our best, best college try. There's gonna, the politicians on, on our side are going to say we can't let that happen. We're not going to let that happen. Now, the Pentagon, where the smart people are, are going to be like, no, 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 no. We need to stay out of this. No, 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 no. We need to stay out of this. We are not... America is not the army it was even during um, the Iraqi war. It is not the army of even when it was in Afghanistan. We are a much smaller operational, you know, total military force. You know, I cannot remember the number off the top of my head. I remember a number being thrown out the other day by somebody, and it may be incorrect. It was an analyst on CNN, and I, I watch CNN for counterbalance of bullshit. Um, but... I heard the number four million total, meaning Navy, Air Force, Marines, mm. Army. And that could be very close to being right. I really don't know. I didn't have time to, to double check that number. But out of that four million, you're looking at, you know, operational ground forces, you're looking at less than really a hundred thousand ground troops that are combat troops, not meaning support, meaning right. actual fighting combat troops. That is a very small number in the terms of what you would need for a full fledged armed conflict with another Former, uh, former superpower. Yeah. Okay, so this is why I think Ukraine is turning into a major headache for us. I think the tanks were a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is not being reported in the Western news, for the most part, is there is a very serious TB epidemic in the Ukrainian army, uh, which is fueled by Ukraine moving infected soldiers into, into depleted platoons and companies, where they took heavy casualties and they need to bring that platoon back up to full strength or that company back to full strength, they're taking these soldiers from other units, even if they're infected, and throwing them into the, and then they're infecting the rest of the unit, thus infecting healthy soldiers. Um, there are reports that the morale in the Ukraine army is low on the front lines uh, due to this issue and uh, because of the Ukraine special police, you know, special police armed force. They are shooting defectors on site and in front of other soldiers, which is never good for morale, by the way. You think you're making a point? doesn't always work that way. No, no. Uh, this has been reported by other media outlets in Europe, again, but you're not seeing it here in America. There's a lack of pay. Uh, there's a lack of arms, a running of, animish, uh, of you know, what they need. Ammunition, yeah. yep. uh, there's a, a severe lack, and I mean severe lack of medical care for the armed forces of Ukraine. And this not just uh, medicines, advantages, but actually trained doctors and nurses. They don't have anywhere near what they need. Um, MASH units, uh, there may be one or two. I mean, like, it's that depleted. They don't have what they need. Um, This and other issues are leading to a growing resentment, uh, particularly on the front lines of the Ukrainian army. The thought or idea of the Ukraine army turning and marching into Kyiv on its own is not out of question. I mean, there's open talk between soldiers. Now, this is how shit starts. You know, this son of a bitch there, and this son of a bitch, you know, the president here. You know, the the president of Ukraine, by the armed forces on the front lines, and I keep saying the front lines because it's a much different army in the front lines than it is back mm-hmm. in the, in, you know, on the, uh, the east or the western side of Ukraine. They do not look at the president of Ukraine and the staff um, as competent. Or as uh, they'll look up to those leaders, I should say. Mm. 
there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes that we're not being made aware of. Uh, there's two sides of every story, and we're hearing one side. You keep seeing on the news one side of the story, and you're seeing soldiers interviewed in Ukraine, and oh, we're holding strong, and da 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 da. Well, yeah. You know, so you're not seeing the other side of it. Um, now, if the army did march on your on the capital, um, Ukraine would be on the verge of a interior uh, complete collapse, not just an exterior one from the Russian forces. The danger of this scenario would be the dipshits on the hill and the White House coming to the conclusion that we cannot allow that to happen either. And we would push for direct NATO involvement. The problem with this is NATO has not been stocked piling arms at all. Anything extra we have, we've been providing to the Ukrainians. We're sending the weapons we have, our stockpiles. Supplies, and recruitment of armed forces. Now, this is a key fact. I looked this up to make sure I wasn't wrong. Supplies and recruitment of armed forces is at a historic low for all NATO countries, meaning it's harder to recruit new recruits today. It's at the lowest level it's ever been in every single NATO country there is. I have no doubt. Yeah, so, Miss Sherry some of the, the facts and information I was able to uh, retrieve. Yeah, Ukraine, is, it's a headache, and the longer it drags on, it just the more... The longer it drags on, the bigger benefit it is for Russia. Yeah. Russia has the capabilities for the long game. Ukraine does not have those capabilities. The only reason Ukraine is still standing is because of our support, NATO support. That is the only reason it's still there. I would agree. Now, here, <clears throat> I found some cool stuff. This is kind of not related to Ukraine, so we're going to okay. kind of go into the mystic world. Okay. We're going to switch gears. Gear shift. Shifting gears. Shifting gears. I'm calling it the false compassion. There we go. False compassion around the globe, particularly here in the United States. <clears throat> in 1965, Bishop Martin Sheen spoke about false compassion on Catholic TV. You should watch him on YouTube, by the way. Bishop Martin Sheen, you can find his videos on YouTube. Uh, watch it for just two minutes, three minutes at a time, and you will not be able to stop watching because what he said in the early 60s, today, you, you, you check mark a box. Just go down the, the, the things he said was going to happen. Oh, check yes. mark a box. I mean, it's, it's mind-blowing. Um, he also wrote 64 books, so he's uh, quite the... Quite the author. He's long gone, obviously. But anyway, um, take time to watch YouTube videos. It will blow your mind on his accuracy. Scary. He's also author of 64 books. All right. He laid out the crime rate and false compassion by judges at the time to pity the wicked and punish the victims. Today we see this in almost every state of the union. But now the false compassion lawmakers, chasing poll numbers and voters, have passed laws to support the criminal element and punish the police forces across the nation. We see this every day. Oh, yeah. These lawmakers, coming from both sides of the aisle, but more, much, much more from the Democratic side, are nothing but evil-minded men and women. There is no compassion in their hearts. There is only pursuits of power and fame. These people are doing the very work of Satan, in my opinion. Just like the entire progressive movement, these people are pure evil. Through the progressive movement, the United States will be turned to the greatest evil empire in our history, in my opinion. Our nation will suppress, suppress even the horrors of Nazi Germany. 
Our nation turns from the face of God and turns to the whore that embraces the thought that man is above all else. So just look at Floyd in 2007. Floyd faced charges for aggravated robbery with a deadly weapon. George? Yep. Uh, uh, okay. He entered an apartment impersonating a water department worker. and barging in with 500 men, he then held a pistol to a pregnant woman's stomach and searched for items to steal. Floyd was arrested three months later during a traffic stop, and victims of the robbery identified him from a photo lineup. His death, yes, it could have been prevented. Many mistakes in the police. Can't deny that. But on Floyd as well, he was not a hero. He was a drug addict and a convicted perpetual lawbreaker. That's what the man was. Now, it's probably fueled by drugs. And if we had spent some of the money we are foolishly spending other places on Curing hunger, curing uh, homelessness, and dealing with our drug act, uh, epidemic, maybe his fate would have been different. This incident was used by the fake Black Lives movement and progressiveness to push, punish all police forces nationwide, to make peacekeepers into the evildoers and the crime element into the heroes of our society. At the same time, the stormtroopers of the Democratic Party, also known as Amphita, continue to target any and all that disagree or even voice concern over Nazi-like actions. This is in part the false compassion now running amok in our nation. <clears throat> Alright. I had something else here. And I must have lost it. I did. That's unfortunate. Really good. <laughs> I actually found another uh, so-called, I wouldn't call her a psychic, but she was a, um, she had visions, and she had stigmata, and she was a Catholic nun, hmm. and she died, I think, in the, the 63 or 64, and she was, you know, uh, she was made into a saint by right. the Catholic Church, but she had very uh, uh, detailed uh, prophecies about the future of mankind in the end and it tied right into this like literally right into it um, it's unfortunate I lost that particular page of my research but anyway speaking of Antifa they're back in the news yes they uh, are that's why I brought it up Georgia Georgia's been having some uh, peaceful protests <laughs> according to CNN according peaceful. to CNN peaceful protests as the cars are burning in the background um, yeah uh, again it's over police shooting a protester that had actually shot a police officer. Ah, lots of crazy stuff going on. A lot of gun shootings going on this past week. Uh, several, well, at least two mass shootings uh, out in California. There was one in Iowa, maybe? One, Iowa. One of the I states, Iowa. Iowa. Um, and as a side note, a study of crime in Chicago says that it is up 97% in the last 12 months. Yeah, well, you know. Um, so, uh, is it Lightfoot the... Oh, yeah. She's, she's doing a great job. Yeah, that doing, mayor... She's doing a great job. She should be... They should. She's running for re-election. Um, she should definitely be put back in that. We have determined that gas stoves are a threat to... Human existence. Human existence. Yep. And they're working to develop a... Be no supplement for cows to keep them from farting. 
Yes. Because they feel that would help with the greenhouse gas yeah. emissions. Yeah. I like to say that we're making some of the stuff up, but we are not because it was part of the. But I, I have a solution. World that. Economic Forum and the Davos com- gathering last week or the week before for a week long about climate change and boiling seas and cow farts and everything you know, else. The easy solution to global warming, and we have the technology to do this, we just need a super volcano to go off somewhere. We wouldn't want it here in America because we'd be fucked. But, you know, there's the... Uh, uh, Pretty sure Yellowstone's on the verge. Well, well, it's another 40,000, 50,000 years. But there's uh, there's actually five active super volcanoes around the, super volcanoes around the planet. People don't know that there's five. Uh, Yellowstone is the largest. But the one in Italy, Naples is right on top of it, literally. Yeah. That is the second most active one. And... Um, it's been heating up I, in, in the past year. I mean, there's been a lot of earthquakes. Uh, the the ground has risen six feet. Um, <laughs> things are happening there. Um, we could help trigger that. You know, maybe some plant some thermonuclear devices down there to make the shit go a little quicker. Uh, but once you have a super volcano, it covers the planet with a good, you know, ash cloud. Yeah, duty. Good, good it blocks out the sun. Good healthy ash cloud. Yeah, and it forces in a deep hibernation of the planet for a few years. Um, it cools the planet. Uh, obviously, a lot of people would die. I'm not saying there'd be mass starvation around the planet. Um, but I get to keep my gas stove, right? I get to try driving my, you know, oil gas powered vehicle. That way I look at it, right? Um, I mean, there's a help with the yeah. ozone layer because uh, you're, you're not going to have so much radiation coming in. I mean, there's some benefits of doing it that way. Well, as there's, well. Always, there's always benefits to that. Less population, there's more land for everybody else that are left. You know, you want a house of 10 acres or 50 acres, you got it now, you know. Land prices will go down. (laughs) I'm sure Bill Gates is working on this and how he can trigger one or more super volcanoes to lose it in the next few years. This is the way to go. Uh, What else went on in this past few weeks? Oh, lots of stuff still going on. Uh, right to Life March was last week. Yeah, I think. Right. Yeah, um, so that's that's been, you know, that got its own vision. They're finding more documents. Oh, the fucking! There's some fucking documents Pence. in Pence's house. I don't know why that numbskull had documents. Uh, some of the Biden documents actually go back to his Senate days. Yeah. I'm not even sure how that even happens. I get, you know. Well, now Joe, Joe's in Joe's in the Oval Office and winds up scarfing off with a couple of papers. But well, Senator, they're all trying to cover their asses now. So oh, yeah. the new theme now out from the Hill, from Congress to Senate, oh, check. you know, is uh, oh well, maybe some of this doesn't need to be secret or top secret. Maybe we're overclassifying things. That's what I'm saying. Maybe we're overclassifying. They're trying to cover everyone's ass now. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> overclassifying. Um, Launch codes, fuck that. Was, that should be classified. There was an article, and this is this is just this is just how just ridiculous shit is. So there was an article, and this is changing topics, that the vaxxed folk 
are pissed at the unvaxxed people because they didn't put up enough protest and warn them <laughs> about the problems that were coming when they knew. And they find it's very insensitive that the unvaxxed are saying, told you so, when they should have been trying to get the message out there before to save lives. I'm pretty sure they did their best, but YouTube, Google, and others, you know, <laughs> Twitter... Made sure that those posts and they, weren't up. And they Facebook. still and they still are. They, yeah. yeah, they're still almost anything with the words shit. COVID have the little bang, the little click the button to find out the real facts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> really? So, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. So, yep. So conspiracy theorists and all that. We're right again. We're right again. Hundred percent right. You know, At least 50% of the time. That's right. <laughs> you know, I go back. You know, I'm still waiting for people to call me and tell me I'm, I'm right, by the way. No, it's, uh, it's kind of pissing me that's off. Never gonna no, from like 30 years ago, 35 years ago. When I was the one kid, actually 40 years ago, I was the one kid talking about UFOs and aliens. And I was like, hey, you're fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. You know, and I, I stayed with it. I'm like, no, they're mm-hmm. real and da da da. And I had good friends. You would make fun of me. I mean, you know, friends are friends. Right. They didn't make fun of you. But. And I said, someday you're going to see. And I would tell them, someday you're going to be calling me and tell me I was right. So when, you know, 2017, 18 came around and it became a big deal and it was real and the military couldn't explain it and they admitted they had crash retrievals and all this other shit. Not one phone call. Not one person said, oh, hey, shit, Jeff, I owe you an apology. You people suck. You know you were wrong, assholes. That's never going to happen. And it's getting to the point now that they're, they're getting desperate for distracting those. Um, I've even seen some reports that they are considering releasing the client list for yes the island Epstein's Island. Yep. Um, they're talking about they're taking the the next person they can find, which is the flight logs, and everyone that was on those flight logs, and it it's all the who's who of of whatever politics, entertainment. Oh yeah. Movies, directors, producers. That information will come out, and when we see the names, we're going to be, I think, we're not going to be shocked by some of the names, but some of the names we're going to be shocked by. We're going to be shocked by some of the people we see on the list. I'm telling you right now, you know. I don't know if I'm I'm not. I'm not saying this person's on the list before I say this name. I'm not saying this person's on the list. I'm using this as a comparison of a person who's highly liked. Please don't say Donna. No, I'm not not saying Donna. No, I would never do that. Uh, that would be nice, and that's not fair, and that's not correct. Um, but I'm using this person's name not because I think they're on the list. I'll make that 100% perfectly clear. I'm using that person because they're a highly visible celebrity. They're highly respected, and people love them. I love this person as an entertainer. So, But I wouldn't be surprised if we saw someone's name like Tom Hanks on that list. Oh, I'm, I'm, oh he's definitely on the list. Okay. I, he said it, not me. Or is he? But anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm just saying, I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see celebrities of that magnitude on that list. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Bill Gates, not saying he is, was on that list. I wouldn't be surprised. Because he's you know, a fucker. Um, Fauci. I wouldn't be surprised if Fauci was on that list. Um, no, I don't think... No, I don't... All these people I don't are think so... Fauci, no, some of these people no, are so connected. No, I don't think Fauci is a pedo. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I I will tell you if, if you want to get an idea of who probably is not going to be on the list, Mother go, Teresa won't go, be on the go list. Ba- go back and look 
to the Hollywood elite that got blackballed in the mid to late 80s into the 90s and have just recently started to get their careers back in line. Uh, the Mel, Mel Gibson's, the uh, Bruce Willis's, uh, these people that... Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Tim, although, Tim, Tim, Tim is now facing uh, an allegation by Pamela Anderson that he... I'm just... I said allegation. Right, right no. That he... There's ex- more to this. Exposed himself. Right. She made the claim against Sylvester Stallone, too, by the way, just the other day. She said he did the same thing. Oh, yeah. Now, what are the odds of two different actors who are worldly famous, right, doing exactly the same thing to one particular person? Bullshit! I could see maybe Stallone. I think, I don't think in a a malicious way he did it. You're going to make allegations like that? You've got to have... Right. Stallion! (laughs) Anyways. I, I just, I find it hard to believe that two actors would do exactly the same thing to her. I mean, it, it just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't. Right. It, well, it's all people. I mean, that's, like I said, they could possibly see. Maybe he's a pervert. Stallone. I don't know, but. I, I, it, I possibly see Stallone. But, and again, I know this isn't politically correct or socially acceptable, um, but I would probably feel a little more confident in the allegation if it wasn't someone that has used sex all her life <laughs> to gain her notoriety. Right. Wasn't she nude in like Playboy or something? She's Pet been Rose? nude in a lot of things. Okay. She's been With that said, nude in home videos right. that made the way out okay. to get her famous. With that said, that's her profession. That's what she did for her life was <laughs> being naked. So and even being, if it did being, happen, being exposed to things, why would it offend you well, if you saw see, a male counterpart do the same thing? Yes, <laughs> and that's always the catch to the Me Too crap. I'm not saying Wine, Weinstein, whatever. I'm not saying that bad things happen. Right, but we all know that if an attracted male. To pass because an attractive male usually gets overlooked versus an unattractive male that makes a pass. Double standard. I know we're used to double standards in this country. <laughs> so basically, we're saying if a Republican makes a pass at you, ah, probably gonna bring charges against it. Fair enough. Uh, not a Republican, a Democrat. Yeah, okay, we're good with that. But So, yeah, I just, again, even even Tim Allen, Stallone, too, out of the probably hundreds that have exposed themselves to Pamela Anderson, I'm not sure where you can make the justification that it probably wasn't. Yeah, I could swear I was in the in the bookstore and there was a magazine with Playboy and I opened it and she was spread eagle in that. You know, pretty sure she so in a way I wasn't expecting to see her. I just flipped it open and so I she kind of exposed me to her. And we're not saying so I should probably put that in my book. We're not saying she deserved it. We're not saying she deserved it just because of what her profession is. 
You know, that's we're never saying that's the right thing. Hey, but there's nothing wrong with that profession. You know, I don't want to. We oh, it's judgmental. Absolutely nothing. Um, you provide a wonderful service for much of humanity, and I would say, please keep up the good work for that profession. So, I understand. Yeah. Anyways, you don't think it's a? I, I got no problem with the profession. Well, I would hope. I got no problem with this. The this look at the what they, the benefits they bring to mankind. Well, uh, it goes back to the jerking motion, sir. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. It does. It's it's stroke like, season. Stroke. Stroke that's right. season. See, uh, <laughs> and that is the real stroke season. That is the real stroke right season. Right there. Right there. That's right. It comes right around, starts in springtime. <laughs> you know, the, the birds are out, the, the grass is growing again, the trees are turning green, love is in the air, and there's penthouse. <laughs> stroke season. For begins. those of us that were confined to our homes for 10 months. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Tubes of Vaseline always went out of stock. <laughs> I want to see the, want to see the, uh, the uh, the financial books for Pornhub and <laughs> some of these other ones during that time frame and see what the profit profit margin was for those. Folks. Well, on the internet, I actually did a study once. On the internet, obviously, porn sites are the number one um, sites that are hit. You know, whether it be Pornhub or you know, oh, yeah. Lobster Tube, whatever it may be. Um, Jerkmate, whatever the fuck it is, they those are the number ones uh, for hits. Uh, the second one is actually UFOs, and the third one is government conspiracies. So websites that have that information are the second and third tier. So interesting to know. Well, again, it's yeah, it's porn it's sells, out there. baby. It's out there, yeah. and you know, and, it's human nature. And, and we've we've taken the next step by. You know, making sure that we are taking our kids and our children to, you know, drag queen shows. Shows, right, and having them and put on. And making sure that there are cartoon books in the <laughs> elementary school libraries of how to have forced anal sex and, you know, those kind of things. And and, and this and, is all acceptable. And in kindergarten, we've got them with, you know, bananas putting... You know, kind of some bananas in kindergarten. So we're off to a great start here. We are, um, we are off to a great start. All right, let's switch gears. Neanderthals. Right, Neanderthals. Neanderthals. <laughs> Switching gears. All right, so I had always been brought up, not brought up, uh, taught incorrectly in school. Um, and I should say incorrectly in school because school didn't have the correct information either. Uh, this is in the dawn days of what we knew about human evolution. Yes. Um, I'm that old. So I was always taught that uh, Neanderthal had a smaller brain um, than um, present-day humans. And um, because of this reason, we eventually, there was wars, turf wars, and we eventually killed them off, wiped them out. That was the, the standard bearing yeah. of information that was partake to me uh, in history and biology and science. Now, all these years later, um, this has been turned on its head. Uh, they know from skeletal remains. Um, actually, they, they, well, I think the oldest one they retrieved was, I, again, I cannot remember. I had the information. I should have wrote it down. I'm going to say 68,000 years ago. It's probably older than that, maybe 100,000. But the oldest uh, Neanderthal they found was, say, 68,000, for argument's sake. Um, and it was very, very well intact. And it matched what they found in other Neanderthals, you know, skeleton remains. And one of the things they found 
uh, they were able to measure was they had a complete skull. Mm-hmm. So they don't take the skull and they use computer generated right. laser shit and everything, and they, you know, they can measure the inside and compare it to modern day human. Um, and it, it, the thought was always that Cro-Magnon or uh, Neanderthal had a smaller brain. That is not a fact. They actually had the same size brain as uh, current day me and you humans. Um, another thing they found was interesting was the back of the cranium was actually more elongated and it actually more space to it. So the brain was actually larger. Um, the back part of the brain uh, has to do with optics, um, eyesight, uh, and coordination mm-hmm. between your eye and your hand. Right. Um, the current theory is because they, this area was larger for them, they actually had better eyesight and more accuracy with like throwing things, um, you know, uh, that kind of stuff, like targeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were perceived to be great hunters in comparison to modern-day humans. Another thing that they found was uh, now we have enough genetic material where they can genetics have come a long way. We can study the genetics and bone density and muscle density of what they may have looked like. They are obviously shorter than us, about five foot, maybe five foot three. Uh, but, but they had immense muscle fibers and mass compared to a human of today. Mm. In fact, it is estimated they had the strike power or power uh, of 80 <coughs> to 90% increase over modern day humans, meaning they were 90% stronger. I mean, so if, I, if they hit me and I hit them back, when they hit me, it would be 90% harder. Mm-hmm. Um, they also had, because of their dense muscle mass and density, they were also very um, susceptible to uh, cold. They were, uh, they were able to handle cold weather in comparison to modern-day humans in a much lower degree in a much longer period of time because the muscle mass actually acts as insulation. So they were actually more weathered, weathered, weathered. to take extreme cold temperatures. It's just the interesting things I've been, you know, researching. Uh, but they had found in the Carpathian Mountains, uh, and this is actually in the past uh, 15 years, um, a habitat uh, that had not just uh, Neanderthal, but modern-day humans uh, remains together. So they intermingled, in, in, they had their species intermingled, mm-hmm. uh, got together, and did the nasty. There was definitely no strokes there. Uh, Every human on this planet has at least 2% Neanderthal DNA in them. And now what's interesting about that is the 2% in my body may not be the same 2% in yours. Uh, for some reason, genetic material is all mixed up. So Neanderthal DNA will have at least 2% of it, but it can be a different genome factor than what right. I have or you have. Right. It's very interesting stuff. So um, that was my uh, Neanderthal. It's interesting. Yeah. So the question becomes now, the theory that we wiped them out, or our ancestors wiped them out, is no longer accurate. Uh, they had brains that were larger than ours, if not larger. Uh, they were in superior strength. They had superior eye-hand coordination. Um, and they had superior ability to withstand weather conditions. Mm-hmm. So the question becomes, what happened to them? And it's important to remember that they were on this planet a good at least 160,000 years before current man was. So they were here a lot longer than us. Mm-hmm. A lot longer before we got here. Before we emerged, you know, 
from Africa, our version of humanity. They had sophisticated weapons. Um, their weapons weren't as uh, refined as modern day humans would have been, uh, like you know, their spears and shit, and uh, their, their striking staffs. They actually had staffs they would strike with more of the spears, but um, they were extremely, they could make more of them in a shorter amount of time, and they were just as effective. You know, I was watching an episode where a guy took, you know, an actual Neanderthal staff top, you know, the, the blade that they had made, and they took a modern day, you know, high dollar steel knife, and they had a, a carcass, and sure shit, that Neanderthal thing went right through it like it was nothing, and the knife you actually had to work with, mm -hmm. you know, it was just really fascinating to watch that the modern blade, super sharp, made out of steel, Chromoly this, chromoly that shit that you see on, you know, Knife Masters at 1-800 number at fucking 1 a.m. Couldn't do shit compared to this this fucking rock that was, you know, shaved down. And mm -hmm. it just, it was amazing to watch, you know, the difference, you know, how the old technology, the simplistic stuff, actually better uh, than the modern stuff uh, in some scenarios with, you know, a carcass for that matter. Um, what else can I tell you about? All right, so with that being said, mm -hmm. um, so the difference between Neanderthal and modern humans was the population density. Even though we had a much later start, we our population grew at a much greater rate for whatever reason. We were fucking like rabbits or whatever compared to these guys. They weren't. Maybe they weren't as horny as us. I don't know. But they weren't populating the way we were. Um, so the idea now is that there is a super volcano, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's where I got the super volcano shit from today. But uh, it, you know, did its thing and it wiped out, you know, the, the mass areas that the uh, Neanderthal lived and only a very small portion of them. Survived. I was gonna say when was the last um, extinction extinction event? Thirty nine thousand years ago. Okay. Thirty nine thousand. Um, with that being said, humans at that time, our human version, were spread out throughout the planet, so we had a better case of survivability. Um, now, they did survive for another ten to 15,000 years, they think, uh, and the last remains that they were found, the newest remains, I guess you should say, is around the rock of uh, Gibraltar, you know, mm -hmm. down at the bottom of Spain there and shit right. like that. So, um, very interesting stuff. Very, very fascinating. I don't know why I got so interested Dang. in it, but I finally really dug into it. You know, it just, the strength thing or, really blew my mind. Or they may not have made it to the Ark Empire. Maybe not. Maybe just saying. Just saying. Missed the Ark. That's how we lost unicorns. That's true. That's how, how, we, that's how we lost they unicorns. They didn't make it to the Ark Empire. But I think the, the, the study of, like, I, you know, I like studying apes and shit like yeah. that. I think part of that is there is a missing link somewhere. Something's missing in our evolutional you know, jumps, and uh, we had Cro-Magnum and Neanderthal, and uh, I can't even think of them all right now. Right. You know, there's so many different variations, and some of the names are so long, it's almost hard to pronounce. But regardless, uh, then you have all the different ape species um, and uh, chimp species and that kind of thing, and all the runoffs from that. Uh, and then, of course, you have, you know, supposedly a Sasquatch. Uh, you have all of these different species. Um, some are extinct, like uh, Gigantopithecus, mm -hmm. which a lot of people think Sasquatch is the ancestor of uh, the ape that actually did walk on two legs, 
and uh, was 12 feet tall. You know, um, it's all these different things that were extinct that are missing in parts of our history. Like we just found, was it last year or before, they found another species of humans, or an ancestor of humans, uh, I think it was in Africa. Uh, a species that's never been discovered before. I mean, long dead. You know, 40,000 right, right. years extinct, but the bones are there. We knew they existed at one point. You know, uh, Neanderthals uh, started showing up at least... Now, here's the funny thing. If you look up the data for when Neanderthals first you know, became populated on the planet or showed up in the evolutionary scale. Uh, if you look at data from my time when I was in school, it was like 100,000 years or 80,000 years ago. Right? Don't even want to know. Thank you. Appreciate it. There you go. Uh, completely wrong. But if you look at the data that's coming out today, carbon dating, oh, yeah. you know, DNA you know, sequencing, mm -hmm. It's closer to 400 to 500,000 years ago that the Neanderthals started showing up. That is a huge difference in understanding, a uh, scientific understanding of what we thought 40 years ago compared to what we know now. Right. And I think as, as time goes on, we, we get more knowledge and more findings and dig deeper. We're going we're gonna to find that. We, I mean, you know, now they're starting to give some more credence to actual giants that lived among us. Not Bigfoot, but actually very large, large humanoid. Like trolls or some shit? Uh, yeah, something like <laughs> trolls. Like trolls. Like trolls. Like the trolls we get on our web page. <laughs> um, you know, they just, again, and, you know, there's going to be records, there's going to be fossil records, there's going to be pictographs, there's going to be some kind of record of some of the stuff, and even not. I mean, they're going back and they're looking at some of the, you know, ancient drawings of different civilizations, and it's clearly depicted that there are different sized people. Yep. You know, and they're whatever they thought they were before. Now they're starting to give a little more credence that maybe this was actually a true representation, not just that this person they thought was a god, so they made him twice as big as as a normal person, but this person may have been actually. It's as big as a normal person, right? So I know but we're going to learn more. Just keep going. And there'll be things that science thought were, was a deadlock, and we're finding that it's not. And that's why we say we're 100 percent right, 50 percent of the time. time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because and that's a great thing about you know life and the people who go through life and are very close-minded and they, they go to work, they come home, they eat dinner with the wife and mm -hmm. the kids, they smack the wife around after dinner, whatever that makes them happy, kick the dog, whatever, and they sit down and watch the news, they have a very, that's their life, their life is recycled every day. Their life is recycled every day, it's the same day, it's over true. and over and over and over again. And I can never understand how people live like that, and I know people live like that, it drives yeah. me nuts, I'm like, how can you live like that? There's so many mysteries out there to be discovered, we know nothing in the grand scheme of things, there's so much to know, so much to learn, so much to investigate. To me, it's a wasted life not to ask the questions. Not to investigate, not to ask the questions. Yes. A wasted life. I agree. And that's why I love the paranormal so much. I know. Because these I are the big unanswered questions. It's There are things that our current level of science cannot detect, cannot, well, can detect it, but cannot explain it and can't quali quantify it. So these are the true mysteries. 
And just because our science hasn't caught up to the mystery doesn't mean the mystery isn't real. Well, you're absolutely right. And, you know, we need to, when I say keep an open mind, if you think about, if you think about 1963, when Star Trek came out, they had crazy shit, like medical beds that could scan all your vitals and show you what was going on and a device that fit in the palm of your hand that you could talk to someone hundreds of thousands miles away or any of the stuff. Tricorders had all this information and within what, 40 years or less, 30 years, it all started to come true. True enough. So I think, you know, we should look at yeah, maybe not all of science fiction to be accurate, but I think science fiction sparks the imagination to move ahead. You know, there was an interesting, just back in the day now, probably going back 20-some years, but there was an interesting Arfell episode one night. Now, now think about what you just what? said. What? Going back 20-some odd years. Hmm. What would that be? What, what year would that be if you go back 20-some odd years? I don't remember anymore. 2003. Okay, it was longer than that. Yeah, do you know what, right. you know what I'm saying? We're gonna take twenty five. We, there. you know what I'm saying right. is, like, I grew up, I grew up in the seventies, so I don't think I don't think it was that long ago. Right. But when you think about the seventies, that was no, a long time. Fifty years ago. You no, know, fifty years ago or more. Yeah. I'm gonna be fifty. So you I'm know what I'm saying? So it's it's funny. We we say things like, oh, yeah, you know, back in the day, back in the day, you know, twenty years ago, twenty years ago. Twenty years ago. <laughs> All right. We were. So anyway, it was our yeah. belt, you know, our belt. Okay, God bless his soul. I was listening to one of the, the episodes one night, you know, uh, Coast to Coast, and he had uh, a guest on. A very, mm-hmm. I can't remember who it was. I'm going to have to find the thing and have to re-listen to it. Very famous person, and uh, he knew Gene Roddenberry. And, I mean, personally knew him really, really well. And and he told the story to Art Bell how Star Trek became this thought in Gene's mind, mm-hmm. and it wasn't Gene's idea. It was his father's. And it was the best story ever. And I don't want to tell it tonight because I want to get it right. I want okay. to get it right. Because right. it's a great story. Because you, you you're think he's, when you're telling the story, you're thinking he's talking about Gene Roddenberry. And he's not. Yeah, he's talking about his fucking dad. And it's a, you're like, holy shit, that's amazing. So anyway, I will. Uh, yeah, Gene Roddenberry was, you know, he was an innovator. He, yeah. you know, but, you know, when you. Talk to other people, even again, like you said, going back, not even back to the, not even back to the days of the original Star Trek. If you go back to the days of, you know, DS Nine and things oh, like that, fucking great show. Okay, God when he damn. was still alive, but yeah. they were doing this. He was a walking sexual harassment lawsuit. <laughs> he was. He was a walking sexual harassment outfit, out lawsuit, and I'm not saying to be mean to the guy, but he could not. Just it was just a different day. way of thinking back <laughs> right, then. Right. Like, he was all for yeah. equality and, yeah. well, equality almost, <laughs> almost. It took, it took, it took Claire Nimoy to fight for Nichelle Nichols, yeah. but, you know, for the most part, for as equal as you could be back in the right. mid-60s, you know. Um, but, you know, yeah, I would, I would love, you should, you, you should do it. We should, should do a show about that. Yeah, that'd be a very interesting show. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's just... The advancements we make from from year to year now, just 
and say, even now things are going, we talked about this going through fast, with things that Elon Musk is doing. And, you know, he's actually been out of the spotlight for the better part of a month now. Yeah. yeah. I think I just caught a glimpse of some article about something he censored in <laughs> Australia. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Or an Australian dude is trying to do something on Twitter, and I don't know. But you know, he's but he's he's still his wheels are still turning. He's still looking at sending sending yeah, the his, team to Mars. He's his still, wheels are turning and speeds that I can't comprehend. That's all you I know. Tell you. So, yeah, that guy's just brilliant. He's absolutely fucking brilliant. Probably one of the greater African Americans yep. in current time. That's right. He's from South Africa. And I hope they, <laughs> I hope they remember him on February when it's African American History Month. Is it Black Month or African American? I don't know what it's called. What the correct thing is? Well, politically, you should call him African American. No, I think that's the wrong thing. Well, I think that used to be the thing, and now it's no. I'm black, and I'm proud to be black. I'm not African. I didn't come from Africa. I think that's. The, I could be wrong, but I swear that African American is the incorrect. Well, I don't know, because it, it's... It's hard to tell anymore what the hell you can say when you can't say. I just say black, because they're black, and if I well, say a white I, guy, he's white. I see an Asian guy, yeah, he's Asian. I, just, I, mean, I don't know. It's not disrespect, it's hey, it's just a fact. That's, you know, I'm white, that's my color, you're black, that's his color, he's Asian, that's him, you know. Not to be yellow, but... The virus came from China, it's Chinese virus. Right. Yeah. Well, that's true. The virus <laughs> did come from China, <laughs> and it also, is China. It we, also know, we, also know, lab. we also know that is not politically correct. Yeah, yeah. Why, so, why is it not politically correct? It came from China. It's China's virus. Because Trump said it. Right. Because Trump said it, basically. China. 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 So, yeah, our boy, he, uh, again, he hasn't been, a lot of the spotlight hasn't been on him. Uh, your girl, Nikki Haley, I believe she has officially thrown her hat into the ring. I didn't know this. Um, huh? I didn't know she threw her hat. She's done a couple interviews in the last couple weeks where she has... If she didn't officially throw her hat in the ring, mm-hmm. she's, no, she's testing the waters. She's up in the polls as of about six months ago. She was at like 1%. She's now at 6 She's, she's not, risen up in the polls. She's yeah. at 6%. Uh, Trump is still way above everybody else. Uh, DeSantis is still a good 25 points behind him. Um, yeah, Trump is still double digits ahead of everyone else. In fact, the latest two polls I saw uh, that came out, uh, Harvard did one and... Routers, Rooters, some, somebody like that, but they, they had uh, Trump nationwide. Trump was beating Biden by six, no, by five, and beating Harris by seven or eight. This is ridiculous. Yeah, Harris. Harris. Um, so, yeah, interesting times. Yeah. Interesting times. It's just interesting times. Pence is polling at like 10%, which is kind of shocking. Oh, um, Jesus. But anyway, yeah, so right. Oh, uh, the gay dude. That runs the transportation shit. Uh, what a judge. Yeah, thank you. The former mayor. The, the, the fucking dude, mayor, right? The gay dude. He's actually he's actually pulling better than Harris. He's right behind Biden in the polls, like percentage wise. I mean literally within ten points. I'm pretty sure you and I would pull better from Harris if we were <laughs> probably being, being given us <laughs> options. If we were actual options in the poll. Oh yeah, that guy right there. I don't I don't have a problem with you know it. Anybody being, I really don't. I, I don't care what their sexuality is. I don't care as long as they get the no, fucking job done. No, not at all. As long as they get the fucking job done. But I will say this. I really think it's time for a female. I've said this before. I think it's time to, 
a female. But not not Harris. No, not Harris. No, I, I don't think she can get the job he, done. I said has to something to get the job done. Nikki Haley, Nikki I Haley. feel has the capability to get the job done. I'll be okay with her. You know, Hillary Clinton, yeah, she could have got the job done, uh, but in an evil way. So evil, I couldn't, I couldn't uh, support her. You know, so although to give, I would give her a little credence if she was tough as nails and she was a dirty fighter. And she wouldn't have let the progressives push her around the way Biden's been pushed around by those weak little fucking live in your basement motherfucking Amphita fucks. She would not have put up with that shit. She would have stomped on their little fucking necks. The progressives, she would have stomped them out. I'm telling you right now, she would not have not have caved the way the Democratic Party has to these little weak little fucks, these progressives. Never would have happened. Never would have happened. Nope, 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 nope. Well, luck, we won't ever, we'll never find out. No. Um, but they're already, they're already taking pot shots at Nikki because she made the comment at one point that she would never go against Trump if he was running. But it looks like if she wants to run in 2024, she's going to have to. So they're saying she's breaking her word, blah, blah, blah. I'm just saying, well, I... I I'm not buying it. There, I'm just saying. There could be more to the story. And well, I'm sure there could. I'm she waiting. had a very private meeting with Trump about six months ago. I'm telling you, well, and it was all about the next election. I guarantee you it was about. And I told you before, I did not think he would right. be the nominee, maybe by choice. Right. But he'd well, be the we, kingmaker. Right. And we, I had a really we, feeling we it was going to be a female we, this we, time. We both feel that way, yeah, I think. So. And God, I think it's going to be an all-female ticket. I, I would, I, that would be awesome. If, if Trump's not at the head. Right. It's going to be an all-female ticket. That would be awesome. And it will be between the three we talked about. Yep. Nikki. Nikki or Cannons. Yep. Or Tulsa. Yep. You know what? And I hate to say, I'm going to throw her name out there too, but the chick that lost the governorship in a really close race. Very oh, Trumpish. Carrie Lake. I'm telling you, just wait. Just wait. She can do, she can say, wait, 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 let me finish. Now, Trump is kind of limited in what he can say and do at this point. The whole election thing and the and the, and the the storming of the Capitol, he's kind of boxed in on those issues a little bit, okay? He really is. But she's not. She's like an but, open mic for that shit. She can still push it, and they can't really do too much to get... Trust me, she's going to be a bigger player in all this in the end, I think, than we realize at this time. So, just watch. Yeah. Yeah, just, well, I've been wrong a lot about think, politics. Think, so God knows. I, just, I think she is. I think she's cut too close to the cloth as Trump to be a strong contender. I think they, I think they want someone that's strong, so it's for the people, but isn't. isn't so single minded. Is Don. Yeah, he is very single. Yeah, right you know, that. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah. Just saying. But she, she is, she is as single-minded as he is. And it caught, caught. I don't, I don't. I'm not gonna say it cost her the election because I think there are things that cost her the election in Arizona. But I think it, it, it drew unneeded scrutiny and heat to her campaign. Oh, definitely. You know. Yeah. So there was definitely side effects. Of oh it. yeah. Yeah. But uh, negativities. But right now, it's just it's just a goddamn free for all with what's going on in, in Washington. And, you know, we haven't heard 
again, you just it's interesting, you, you know, things that cycle out of the common common stories. Like, I don't think, and again, I just I I don't think I've heard shit about Mitch McConnell <laughs> in a few weeks. I don't think I've heard, you know, you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, Manchin, I heard Manchin's name get mentioned today, but it was in the fact that he's working with McCarthy to make sure that we don't have uh, uh, close the government. Right. And and I think... That's silly. I think, yeah, that's him. I think Joe Manchin, I think he probably has learned from his last mistake where he did a 180 and he and he just got slammed for doing that by everyone. Yeah. Both and then and then and then Biden just screwed him over on top of all yep. that. Yep. So I think I wouldn't I'm not saying 100% trust this guy, but I think he's probably one of our more reliable allies oh, on yeah. the other side of the aisle. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> another person has pulled well in the past couple of polls by the way too. None other than Pocahontas, right up there with Pete, is almost she? the same percentage rate. Yeah, just is behind she? Joe Biden, she's way up there. And so, I did predict, uh, I did, add, I did say she was going to be the Democrat last time, and I was wrong. So maybe I'll get it right this time. I know when they talk about this George Soros guy that lied his way into his office, oh, the first name, almost always, the first name they mention about a politician that's lied about themselves. Yeah. For years and years mm-hmm. is is Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren. Warren. Yep. Pocahontas. <laughs> I I just Trump, man. I gotta give him. He had the best one liner. So oh god. Bless oh yeah, he the definitely best. makes the best. He definitely makes things interesting. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And he does it again. I just he just doesn't. Pocahontas. I won't say he doesn't. I won't say he doesn't care, but he's just not. Sleepy he's not. Joe. He's sleepy, sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe. <laughs> How did he not vote for the guy? That's what's so funny about well, it. It's, it's comical. It's, it's because he, yeah, you exactly. know how could he not? Because he resonates. Why not? I would say that. How bad of a job did he do? You I know? mean, we had the best economy ever before COVID hit. Yeah, ever, ever best economy in the history of the United States was under Trump before COVID hit. Yeah, not not even questionable. No, not even, not even a little bit. Just look at the numbers. Don't even sit there and fucking argue with me. Just look at the fucking numbers. Not even close. Unemployment rates for women, all-time record low. Unemployment rates for African-Americans, all-time record low, even compared to today. I mean, it was just, it was astounding. Mm-hmm. You know, and the, the amount of shit he did in the first 30 days alone was just nuts. The amount of regulations he got rid of, you know, by executive order. Right, right. Holy shit. And, of course, Biden came in and signed them all back right, right. up. But, my gosh. Well, again, I... He didn't do everything right, but holy crap, no. he did better than everybody else before him. I give him credit there. Christ's sakes. Blew him out of the water. Best president, in my opinion, since Reagan. Just my opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Reagan's still one of my, one of my favorites. Trump, Trump's up there. Just, again, not because of... Not because of his... Stellar being as a, as a human being, but... Oh, he's he got things done. He said he said and did things that may not have been presidential, but they resonated with the everyday person. Right. 
like I know he caught all kinds of crap for when he made fun of that reporter that had some kind of <laughs> handicap. Yeah. And I get it. Probably not the <laughs> nicest thing to do, but I get why he did it. Yeah. I get why he did it. And I get, you know, see. I mean, you know, I still, I still, I still, because I don't know, what, I don't know what word to use in its place. But I still call people retards. Oh, that's a big no-no. You can't say. That I know that. Right. I, I get you. Or tarded, or tarded, or yeah, I say yeah. they're fucktards, yeah. or something. But I still use. I say, well, you know, myself. I say, well, I'm not a retard. I'm, I'm fully tarded. <laughs> so you know, when I do something dumb, but, and you can't tell me that Democrats aren't equally cruel. To people they they for a reason don't don't like. No, and that goes back to what I was talking you know, about false compassion. The Democratic right. Party no, is no, like, that no, false right. compassion. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, but Trump just wasn't he wasn't gonna hide it. He wasn't gonna say, I don't need I don't need to hide it. I'm Donald Trump. This is who I am. I'm not gonna hide. You're either gonna like me or not gonna like me if you don't like me. I'm not wasting my time and right. energy to try to convert you over he to my side. Right. He, like everybody else, is a deeply flawed human being. We're all deeply oh flawed God. in our own special way. I don't give a who the fuck it is listening to this. You have problems just like I do. Not the same problems, but you've got problems. Just admit it. Look in the mirror. Yep, and admit it. Um, but everybody has them. Everybody does. We all have things we struggle against, demons that we fight. Mm-hmm. Everybody. I tied those. I have mine. Um, but everybody has those. You know, and that we're human. You know, you know, Trump's. Got a fucking ego, man. I, oh, I want to punch him. I knew, I knew if I was in a room with the guy, it was just me and him for more than an hour. I want to beat the piss out of him. I just know how I am. You know, the guy would piss me off to that. I couldn't. I don't. I don't deal well with people trying to put their ego over on me because I'm a fighter. I don't. I don't put right. on that shit. Right. I'll fucking smack him. Wouldn't even fucking care. Secret Service be taking me out and fucking handcuffs with a gun in my head. But you know, I wouldn't put up with that shit. You know, but I could see where that would really bother people. His personality that way. I totally would understand mm-hmm. that. But that wouldn't stop me from saying, well, gee whiz, okay, he's an egotistical dick this way, but he's getting shit done. You know, I'd rather have the egotistical dick getting shit done than the sleepy Joe motherfucker fucking everything all up. Well, you know, so. And I think as, as humans, whether we've been or not, as humans, we, we, we have a tendency to like that. J.R. Ewing. From Dallas. Dallas. Ah, good TV show. We love Back to hate. We love to hate J.R. Ewing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think. Who shot J.R.? Who shot J.R.? And it was just a goddamn dream. <laughs> that was bullshit. That was bullshit. Like, you hate the whole series at that point, but you had to keep watching it. Yeah. Um, that. He, he, was, he was a Donald Trump. You know? Um. I don't know. I just we can't. We gotta. They gotta do something. They gotta get their shit together. They will. They gotta get their shit together. They yeah, gotta. They gotta put the stop to it. But anyways, you're tired. I'm tired. Yeah. It's been a long week. It's been a long week for me. Next week and the week after and the week after that. And then we're gonna have union messages. We actually came up with the official closing last statement for the show. At the end of the last show, didn't we? We did. I'm hoping you remember it. I'm hoping I do, too. It's okay. So in that case, I'm going to let Jeff have the final word to see if I remember it once he starts saying it. 
Just remember, we're f- you do it. I forgot it already. <laughs> Is it 100% right? Yeah, it's oh, okay. Okay, we've been saying it a lot. So just remember, here at Let's Talk It All, www.letstalkitall.com, Jeff and I are 100% right. 50%? At least 50% of the time. That's right. What better place to be? Have a good night. We will hopefully see you sometime in February. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the expressor and do not necessarily represent those of the owner, management, or anyone else. This program is meant for mature listeners and some of the language and topics may not be suitable for younger or sensitive individuals. If you are easily offended or have a delicate constitution, you may want to turn the program off now. The program uses facts, fiction, sarcasm, and parody, and any references to specific individuals that may or may not have done something is based on something found on the internet. Use discretion when listening and always feel free to double check our information if you want.